Hey, Sabri. What should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubrey and James. It's Aubrey and James. One is a jock. The other plays games. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Two Fools Save the World. Coming at you with episode 29 on this lovely December 22nd of 2020. We're almost out of it, folks. We're almost on 2021. Sabri, how you doing, man? Oh, oh, oh. Merry Christmas. It's yep. beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, I just, you know. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> it's coming up. We're, we're getting close. It's only three days, dude, or three, or three days away till Christmas, and it's crazy. And we're actually only 10 minutes away from it being two days till Christmas because we're doing this podcast so late. It's a, it's 11.46 p.m. on 12.22. It's almost going to be 12.23. Um, two yeah. days before Christmas. It, it feels like it, uh, dude, uh, it, Christmas is definitely different this year than it has been, obviously, for obvious reasons. I, I don't. I'm just not ready. <laughs> I don't know if, you, if you're a, ready for Christmas. But. It's a COVID. It's a COVID Christmas, but we're still going to celebrate. It's instead of snowballs, it's these little red dots with other particles on them, and yeah, and COVID spreading everywhere. But it's not stopping our Christmas cheer. I mean, yeah. Well, well, it sounds like it's stopping your Christmas cheer. It's not stopping my Christmas cheer. I'm in the Christmas mood. I feel good. It's it's all it's all about the Christmas. Uh, it is funny though. I, I I try to make it a little more Christmassy in my place and whatnot. So I, you know, I put up my Christmas tree that I've had for years now. The same Christmas tree that I bought like you know six or seven years ago and whatnot from a uh, big lots. I decorated a little bit with some stuff around the house. I wrapped two presents that I bought for myself under the tree. I actually don't know what nice. they are, so that's actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I basically went to register some place. Uh, I think it was a, uh, uh, was that uh, Barnes and Noble? Yeah, it was Barnes and Noble. And I had three books. And I'm all like, all right, between these three, you pick one, put it in a bag. I don't want to know what it is. Here's my credit card. And <laughs> like, if, uh, they did gift wrapping there. I'm like, gift wrap it. That's cool. Uh, and then um, I'm, I'm just going to put it in a tree and I'm going to uh, open it up on Christmas and see what I got. <laughs> uh, she charged you for a lifetime subscription to O Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was funny? <laughs> that you bring it up she was actually a good salesman she's like you know sir first you know a five uh, five dollars more you can sign up for a yearly membership and what i don't read books for shit right but she was cute so i'm like okay let's sign me up for it and so <laughs> five dollars for this year subscription I, you get like a certain amount of money off of certain books whatever and she's all like you know we also are doing uh donations for kids and whatnot you can donate a book and i'm like well you know it's a good cause and of course she's cute let's do it so she <laughs> comes up and she's all like you know i actually i have two books you get it for x amount of money i'm all like all right all right and then by the time i was done with it i i ended up buying a book for me for christmas i bought a membership i bought uh the three books for three kids i bought <laughs> the other book cover for them and uh, a journal that i got for a dollar because i was a membership so yeah, she, she and not and not one of those books had her phone number on it, huh? <laughs> Sucker. No, nope, Sucker. One, not, not one, but yeah. Well, she, you she, know she was cute because you lied to her. You told her you don't read books that often. In reality, it's you don't read at all. Very true. <laughs> this this is true, unless it's a comic book form or something in that nature. Then it may be a little bit though. That is funny. Like have are you a bookworm at all? I mean, aside from comics, like have you actually read like books just for 
pleasure. So I went through I went through a phase like I was reading books and stuff, but I'm not a huge um, bookworm or reader. But yeah, I have a a small collection of sci-fi and uh and I I read when I want to learn something like when I was big into poker, I was reading a lot of poker books. Oh, sure. I mean, and, that's, that's different though. That's for like educational purposes. Right. But I mean, like something sure. like, uh, this, I, like I, I've only f- started and finished probably in my lifetime outside of school, two books, uh-huh. two books. Oh yeah. I, I got you beat by <laughs> at least one was a documentary. Uh-huh. I actually really like reading uh, sports documentaries and stuff like that. And I think it was uh, about, <laughs> yeah, it was a gymnast. It was Dominique Mochianu's uh, story of her life. The uh-huh. uh, gymnast of 1996 uh, women's gymnastic team who won the gold for the first time. Yeah, it was it was about her life. She was uh, a uh, boyhood crush. By the way, guys, uh, yeah, childhood crush. The, her poster was on his wall from yeah. like eighth grade to like senior year in college. Yeah, yeah. And I was actually, I took gymnastics classes because of that. Uh, so that was the first book I kind of read from start to finish. And the second book was uh, Ready Player One. Great book. Oh, yeah. I love the movie. Movie was great, too. Book was better. Right? Like, don't, and they always tell you that, that the book is always better See, than that, the movie. That's right? my issue with books. They never live up to the movie. The movie's always better. So that's why I don't read books that are potential movies because the movie's always better. It's funny because it's always the other way around. It's eh, <laughs> those people are wrong. I'll tell you, those people are wrong for sure. Because there was a couple of uh, extra scenes uh, that they could have put in Ready Player One that was actually in the book that I thought, oh, man, that would have been really cool if they added it in there. Yeah, no, no. I mean, hopefully. And I, and I think it's great the, movie. the one that the, the you know cute uh, bookstore girl picked out for me because they came out with Ready Player Two. And I'm actually kind of excited to read that book. Oh, the, are they going to make a movie? I mean, I'm pretty positive they will. They made, the first one made was like so did so well at the box office, and um, I I think the book isn't as popular as the first novel, uh, at least uh, from critics and what they kind of said. It doesn't have the same nostalgia the first one did, but I mean, I'm pretty positive they'll still still make a part two to it. That movie was popular. So one of the books I was huge on was um, the Lauren or the Lauren Legacies. It was a uh, they made a movie called I Am Number Four long time ago. I don't know if oh, you've yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one, yeah. I love that movie, but it seemed like no one else did. Yeah, so they did not. they did not make <laughs> any more movies. They were supposed to have so, like I Am Three and I Am Something, right? Like, wasn't it like a, well, it, the kid got separate? Yeah, the, There's four the kids. book series goes from four to like, it's like a seven book series, but... Um, I love that movie so much when I found out they were not going to continue with the series because it didn't make enough money. My heart broke and I, I was like, I had to give in and I read the books and I loved them all. I loved all the books, but I wish they would have made the movie. Yeah. I so that's the exception that. why I read the books. <laughs> if they're not going to make any movies. <laughs> so if they don't come out with ready player two, you're going to borrow the book. I get, <laughs> I don't know. I might, I might, I don't know if I loved Ready Player One that much, where I would I would read the book for part two. But yeah, I guess I could. It was more of a nostalgia factor, and if people don't know what Ready Player One is, one I recommend either reading the book or watching the movie. But it's about uh, this kind of like virtual reality setting where you're in 
I mean, kind of like what we're kind of going through today, almost really, right? It's in the COVID. We're in a COVID world where we're kind of stuck inside. So, what better way to escape reality than to go into a virtual reality and to be able to do things that you normally can't do outside because of either restrictions or just you just can't do it? Right. Yeah. And like you could do all sorts of things in this virtual reality where you could work for a living and you don't even need to go outside. Yeah, I mean everybody's working from home, so we're kind of we're living player ready player one. I don't know if we're there yet, but yeah, we're getting there, I guess. Well, I Technology. did buy I did buy a VR headset. <laughs> That's that was one of my uh, COVID purchases. At least this last couple of months, they had a good uh, deal on a Oculus Rift, and I've been playing some like VR games and whatnot. It's been pretty fun. Nice. See, you took advantage of uh, this COVID in the house. Like me, I'm. I'm. It was either all work and uh, school, or you know. And now that I finally finished school, it's like I don't even know what to do with uh, some of the time. But well, our scenarios were quite different. Like one, you were on the front lines, and two, I'm just a lonely IT guy who works in a corner with internet <laughs> and then a computer, just <laughs> typing away, typing away. <laughs> That's true. You you know what to look for. I, I go to you to find out what I should be looking for. <laughs> yeah. You fight viruses in real life. I fight viruses virtually. Hey, both are, could be deadly. Uh, yeah, very, very true. With all this talk, we should get into a little good news. A little good news. Bye, two fools. And anybody who knows this little segment that we do, it knows it was heavily influenced by John Krasinski when he did a uh, some good news when he started his YouTube show back to the day, which when COVID kind of first started uh, back in March, he started this little web series that then got bought out by was it CNN that he got bought out by or C- no, CBS was, uh, or something like that? CBS, yeah, it was like CBS or ABC. No, not ABC, but yeah, I think it was CBS. But he actually brought back another episode that just launched, I believe it was yesterday or a couple of days ago. It was a special holiday edition where he kind of, uh, he hosted it again and he did different stories and stuff for about, you know, good news and spreading positivity, which was awesome. And uh, I'm going to still, uh, part of his, uh, you know, thunder here and talk about one of the things that he brought up with a father and just kind of hit close to home because I've done this and I'm sure you've done this too as well. Uh, so the father, his name is Jay Abel. Uh, his wife passed away about two to three years ago, and COVID kind of hit him kind of hard. You know, lost a job, trying to get that part-time job and whatnot. So what he do in order to get his kids uh, money for Christmas gifts, he decided to start an eBay store. And he did an eBay store selling some of his memorabilia, like comic and action figures and stuff. And he has uh, comic books. He has little action figures, uh, you know, Marvel, DC, all the good stuff. And he started an, an eBay store. Uh, well, he decided to, to tweet Dwayne Johnson, otherwise known as The Rock. And he sent him a tweet, uh, not asking him for money, not asking him to buy stuff, but he asked him if he could retweet his eBay link to kind of get more exposure and to get people to his site and to hopefully buy some of his memorabilia so he can actually, you know, give his kids Christmas gifts. Well, uh, John decided to have him on a show uh, like he has done with other people in the past and had a uh, kind of like a Skype call with him. He brought in The Rock, which was uh, which was awesome because The Rock was like dressed up in the Santa. He's like the buffest Santa I ever saw, man. He that, <laughs> that barely fit in the jacket that he had on and whatnot. 
but what was awesome is uh, through the conversation, he uh, decided to purchase all the Christmas gifts for Jay's kids, uh, you know, son and daughter. And he was also going to sign some memorabilia for Jay and told him basically to take all of his eBay stuff offline, not to sell this stuff, to keep all of his stuff. And the rocks got him. And uh, those are going to have a very Merry Christmas, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I, I like when uh, I hear those stories and and when actors and famous people who have the money do good deeds. Yep. And on top of that, I don't know if you wanted to uh, talk on this or not, about, but I'll just go ahead. Uh, we were, me and Sabra are kind of doing a uh, mutual kind of thing for uh, some good news. A uh, little good news, pardon me. But uh, FedEx actually donated $5 million to Toys to Tots on Jay's behalf, which is also awesome as well. So uh, not a lot of the kids are going to get like very, very Merry Christmas this year. Yeah, it's cool. Good for FedEx. Good for everyone. Spread the Christmas uh, spirit. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Uh, my good news is different, but it, it hit home just because I thought it was like, ah, it's kind of cool. People adopting healthcare workers. So as you know, healthcare workers are feeling it. And it's it's weird because you they had like maybe a one, one and a half month, maybe where it slowed down a little bit. And they finally, as soon as you take a deep breath, it's like, nope, you're back in the trenches and, and yeah, just going through it. So I thought this was a cool story. Christine Danderin. She she was a person who decided to uh, came up with the idea of people adopting healthcare workers. She launched a Facebook a giving page where nurses and other healthcare workers would register to be adopted by members of the public who wanted to let them know just how much their hard work was appreciated. So just I thought it was a great thing just because you think something as small as saying we appreciate you or you're doing great or be safe um, doesn't do much. But when you're constantly going through it and seeing death and trying to do your best, but your best just isn't good enough anymore, being appreciated is kind of goes a long way during this time. So that's why I just wanted to share her story and, and her good, uh, her good news. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, especially as of things are going right now, I'm sure, yeah, just being appreciated goes a long way. Well, not to go straight to negativity from positivity, though, but... <laughs> That's a good segue. <laughs> yep, the, the, the elephant is in the room, for sure, is that there is a uh, new and improved strand of COVID, which is now being dubbed as COVID-20. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it's already we we got past nineteen, and we're going to twenty twenty one, and all of a sudden, uh oh, here comes COVID twenty. You know, bringing Thanks. up the rear and everything. So, if you have not have heard, uh, there's a new strand that was actually found of the coronavirus in the UK, and what it seems to be is a new strand, a mutation of the current COVID nineteen coronavirus. It seems to be about 60, uh, responsible for about 60% of the new COVID cases that are coming out of the UK. So it's kind of scary stuff. Uh, it's supposedly it's supposed to be easily transferable. They're saying up to at least 70%, which if that's true, it's like, holy shit, it's kind of scary. Yeah. But 
the kind of positive thing out of it. It's easily transferable, but it doesn't seem to be any more serious or comes on as strong. It seems to be about the same. You feel about the same way as the current COVID-19 that is currently out there. Well, that's still bad. It's still bad because it's easy transferable though, but it's not like, you know, it's, you're going to get so, it like 20 times. From, it's not from like the Incredible I, Hulk coming out or something like that. You know, all of a sudden this is big 20, like super virus or anything like that. Well, from what I understand is not only is it in the UK, but it's already over here. And they think it's more aggressive than the original COVID strand. So, yeah, I don't know the facts on it, but from the sounds and the looks of it, uh, this might be more aggressive and um, it ties into uh, Pfizer and Moderna because I know they created their vaccines, but their vaccines were created before this new strand. So we don't even know if that's going to be effective. Yep. They're currently testing it out on the new strand. It's coming out of the UK. Uh, they've seen, uh, they've said that, Probably it's already spread around the country or around the, the globe because they think this started in the UK about September. So granted, you give that about, you know, three months, two months of uh, travel in and out of the UK. And it's a pretty good chance that it's already out and about to different things. But there hasn't been any like known cases in the US of this actually at least a new strand kind of showing up at least from the information that I've looked at earlier, at least today. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I guess they would find out, but people people are in the hospital. It's crazy. Like uh, Orange County, I believe, was 0% ICU capacity last week. Yep. And L.A. County was about 5 or 6% capacity left. So when you have that going on, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that a new aggressive strand is out there. Because you would have think, thought that they were, we would be adapting to it, but we're breaking records. We scored. Then again, people are stupid. Just stay home. <laughs> but I don't know. That's just me. Yeah, I, the stay home order too is is definitely increasingly frustrating. At least frustrating to me. Because why? Where, I feel like it's not even out there. I don't. I don't see anybody staying home. That's what I mean. We're in this fucking yin yang effect. Like currently today, at least in California. 85% of California is supposed to be on the stay-at-home order where you're not supposed to go out only for, like, essential things. Well, people are still going to our Christmas shopping. You know, all the, uh, like, the most people that are getting hit by this the most is, like, restaurants because they're closed for in-dining and takeout serve, or, I'm sorry, in-restaurant dining and patio dining. They're still doing well, gyms are still closed, delivery. right? No, gyms are still uh, functioning. They're not doing indoors, but... Uh, I think some are actually are still doing indoors, but others are doing like outside training, uh, longer keeping social distancing and whatnot. And we do, there's other uh, personal fitness centers that are doing outdoor stuff with a tent and things like that. Um, me uh, going around uh, this past couple of weeks, I'm still working. I'm still going out to the restaurants and whatnot uh, with my current uh, career that I have. But I was traveling to uh, Newport over this past uh, weekend. I believe it was last weekend, actually. Uh, making a house call, doing some uh, networking for a, uh, a co-worker of mine. And I was passing uh, downtown Newport, and I just happened to be, like, looking around and seeing people eating in restaurants and uh-huh. dining outside restaurants. Like, it's just a normal fucking Saturday, and people are out there eating and whining and dining. 
No, I don't. I don't get it. Um, and it's like that all over the place. There's uh, restrictions that are in place. It is affecting the big spots like your cheesecake factories, your Lazy Dogs, your BJs, because they're a huge corporation. So if they're open, it's easily to see. So they're going to get fined easily. But your small little kind of like mom and pop shops, you know, uh, mom and dad owns like a small little Mexican restaurant down in Newport or something like that. Maybe you have one or two. If they have open for service, you know, it's not going to be really super talked about. It's kind of more like, you know, uh, as you know, kind of basis. They're still keeping open and whatnot. And people are like stoked about it that they're actually be able to go to eat. They're not thinking of others like, you know, the being careless in the fact. So there's like, it's like this going on all over. And it sucks because of that, because I mean, not saying that it's, you know, big corporations and whatnot support small businesses. I'm always a huge advocate of that as well. But the fact that a lot of these other places that I mentioned, you know, your cheesecake, your BJs and some stuff like that, uh, because they're closed, a lot of the servers and waiters and everything like that, you know, guess what? They're furloughed. They're collecting unemployment. They can't work. And they can't work because of other fuckers who are out there not, you know, complying to all the rules and regulations that are currently out there right now. And it's prolonging this kind of stay at home thing. I mean, granted, if it's making a difference or not, that's debatable. But it, it, well, it's, it's definitely it making off. a difference because why else would be uh, ICUs in hospitals be a capacity? Right. Like. Like, yeah, maybe they're not dying because they're young, but they're giving it to someone. Well, the the argument that I have there and whatnot is it's not necessarily people who are actually eating out or doing whatnot. It's the gatherings, it's the people at home, the parties and stuff that are. Uh, well, it's no argument because you don't know who's getting it from where. No, you just know. I guarantee it's, you it's more. I, I have me going out to eat and at a restaurant. I'm less likely to get it than actually going to like a from somebody's friend's house and something like that. That's how people are kind of getting in and family getting together and stuff. Uh, maybe, maybe yeah. not. It only takes one incident. But I still agree with you on the fact that it. I still agree with you on the fact that stay home in general. But for example, just to give give you an example of how serious it is, I have a friend at another hospital who last week they said they ran out of body bags. People were dying so much. Granted, it was a smaller hospital, but still, they ran out. That's saying something. Yep. Another buddy uh, posted um, in his three days of working, four, 14 of his patients died from COVID. Do yeah. you know how crazy that is? 14. That's almost five a day just from him. Yep. On average. That's crazy. Um, that's nuts. I don't know. I, I say stay, stay home and be safe, but it's been a year and people have that itch where they feel like, they need their freedom and they need to go out, but I don't know. What's a year of um, staying inside and tortured and possibly not having the rest of your life? So that's how I look at it, but I know some people don't look at it that way. Yeah, a lot of people don't, which I just, yeah, I don't get. They, they don't see it in the light that, like, you have seen it, and even I haven't seen it. No, yeah, no, I get it, yeah. I mean, I, I'm super careful the way it is, and, like, people are like, hey, you know, you want to go out to... Uh, like a, a friend actually reached out to me and talked about like New Year's plans. Like, what are you doing for New Year's? I'm like, probably what I'm doing for Christmas at the same time, just staying home, playing some video games, watching some TV and doing just kind of hanging out and Skyping with friends and family and whatnot and just uh, chilling. And uh, she told me that they were her and some other friends were going out to a restaurant that was, I think, still open down in kind of Long Beach area, invited me to, if I wanted to go. And I'm all like, uh, no, I do not want to go. 
Good for you, James. Good for you. And I, she, I'm glad. And she kind of, uh, she said something to another man. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to call out exactly what it was or anything either on it, though. But I just told her that, one, I, I just don't feel comfortable in going out like that. And two, is that I just, well, honestly, I didn't want to go out with her anyways in the first place. So there's that. There's the one thing about that. But uh, it was mostly like I wanted to stay safe and I didn't want to um, be around people especially on like a new year's or holiday or anything like that where a lot of people are being careless as it is do i know this person uh, i don't know i don't know i don't think so no all right well then hey leave my friend alone if you're listening let him <laughs> live his long years i might need him for something at some point in the future i'm gonna get all these texts and phone calls and whatnot and afterwards like who was it who was it and i'm like no 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 gentleman never tells me <laughs> It's you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that's funny. I'm going to get 20 text messages now. Why'd you call me a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? And what, yeah. It's like, I don't even know you, but you sound like one. <laughs> just, just, just kidding in case you're a serial killer with COVID. Kind of went on a tangent there. You hit a little cord when you talked about shit being closed. And I get annoyed. I'm not not annoyed that everything is still closed per se, though. I'm just annoyed that people. I don't aren't know. Following you the sounded rules. annoyed. Well, I'm annoyed because people aren't following the rules, and the fact that we're still in this mess. If everybody kind of you know played by the rules and didn't weren't as rebellious, we'd probably be out of this by now, or at least we'd be in a better spot. And I would be able to go to Disneyland with my friends and enjoy my season pass like we did like seven months ago. I do miss Disneyland. Disneyland, huh? Out of everything, that's the thing you miss. I do actually. I miss being like walking there and getting a workout in. It's kind of like eating, getting my corn dog that I normally get, like walking around Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is pretty fun and nostalgic if you're you know, a comic book fan or a Star Wars fan. Going on a couple rides here and there. Yeah. It's, it's a very easy date night, too, if you have somebody else with a pass. Just take them, buy them a corn dog and walk around. And yeah. <laughs> you go up to a girl in the bar, you're like, hey, uh, you got the Disneyland pass? Like I'll no. let you I'll let you play with my Mickey. <laughs> that was stupid. You're like <laughs> you're like yeah, she's like, no, and then you're like, I can't take that date. <laughs> I don't know which was lamer, what I said or what you said. <laughs> At least mine was clever. Put it that way. Yours was not clever. Yeah, it was. Mine was clever. <laughs> no, wasn't. Uh, if someone calls in and says it's clever, then I'll believe you. Give me five minutes. I'll get somebody calling in right now. Caller, you're on the air now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yes, uh, I thought he was very clever and uh, very good looking. Just, just, like, oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. I'll give, me, I'll give, you, the, I'll give you the $5 later. All right. Uh, man, yeah. crazy. Well, what do you miss most about, like, in general, the norm and whatnot? Is there something like you really miss? Like, man, I wish I could do this one thing that I haven't been able to do for a while. I just, uh, honestly, I miss, uh, well, there's the normal family stuff, but I miss just being normal, like going out with friends, eating with friends, yeah, um, movies, whatever, just the, the freedom to do normal stuff. I miss working out at gyms. That's funny. I do too. A lot. I didn't think I would. Well, I don't miss the working out part, but I miss the effects of not working out part. So now it's like, <laughs> dude, I need to. And now it's like I'm at home and I'm like, dude, I got to do something because this this is not 
working out, but yeah, so no, I miss all that stuff we took for granted, but yeah, I built I would I just think the friendships and the normal like stuff you do with friendships and yeah, working out. I had built a home gym because of this. No, I know you were telling me, and I was like, hmm, should I risk it and work out with James? I was like, eh. Maybe maybe next month. Let's get let's get to 2021 first before <laughs> before I get all ballsy and start doing crazy stuff. Well, I mean, the whole reason that I've done that anyways, or decide had to get like some type of like workout equipment, is uh, yeah. I can only do so much at home, and I have like one of those pull ups and chin up bars and whatnot that I use. Uh, Cardio is really hard per se. Depends on how ballsy you are, as you put it. Like I have a really nice trail that connects to my uh, back of my apartment complex that I live in. And I have my favorite trail that I used to work out with all the time back when I could run and gun and run like 10 miles within an hour and still be able to eat a large pizza and not gain a pound or anything like that. It's like, you know, old to be young again, right? That same trail that I go to or uh, when I first started up with uh, COVID and whatnot, uh, I used to go there a lot and uh, it wasn't very populated or anything. But now that gyms are closed and a lot of other things are closed and people are trying to find something to do to work out wise, that's where they all went. They all went to my trail and not hardly out of everybody that's there, maybe 10% of them are wearing masks. Oh, dude. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the people posting where they're running and stuff and they're not wearing masks. And it's, and I get it. It's hard to run in a mask, but it's like, no, nah, it's not worth it. Not even. It's not even hard to run in a mask at all. They just don't wear them like it's relatively well easy. to run with a mask no it's kind of hard to breathe in that no i mean you get the mind. kind of the they're heavy like every if you try like you get the good ones that are like uh the a certain material that are easily breathable not like a surgical mask or anything like that but you can get uh athletic style masks that are really good breathable wise and you wouldn't even know that you have it on or have it not like now you have the mask like I have that actually simulates altitude and that's supposed to cut off your oxygen anyways, right? Because you're supposed to be simulating oh, yeah. running at altitude. But no, there is a easily a bunch of masks out there that will not restrict breathing whatsoever for running. Um, if anything, it might help it, not help it, but now it, as it being cold, you probably want that mask on because it's going to heat up your face and keep you warm a little bit versus having the chilly air hit you. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, about 10 percent. so i and when it first kind of like a corona started happening and i've been running around and whatnot i'm like i didn't think too much of it and i think like ah, i wouldn't get it it wasn't like as bad as it is now now like i'm super worried about going anywhere without like a mask even walking outside taking my trash out without a mask <laughs> serious because yeah, like not a lot of people like wear it i'm like okay you're, you're the one fucker who's not wearing it that happened to walk by who just happens to take a big yawn towards my way he's the fucker who has it and i get it <laughs> so I'm, the, I'm that type of paranoid now but you know it's, it's better safe than sorry and so now i'm like well fuck i can't even work out now and call it an excuse or whatnot i've just been sitting on my ass for a while and I'm like, all right, I need something. So I end up buying a boxing bag. I bought a boxing bag and a speed bag that I got a good deal on. So I've been hitting the heavy bag in my gym and uh, have a squat rack that I have now. So I just need a I figured, you know, hitting the heavy bag would be a good cardio and then also the squat rack and stuff for like, you know, lifting weights and whatnot. So I should be able to get somewhat of a decent workout between the two. Yeah, take out your anger on something. <laughs> it was funny. Like I started hitting it and whatnot. And I'm like, I didn't think like, I'd be good to get up some frustrations out. And like, I hit it once and 
I'm like, oh, I felt good. Is it again? I'm like, ah. And then I had this like sadistic laugh. I was, I was like, <laughs> like whacking the shit out of it, kicking it and whatnot. And I'm all like, oh, it's not a kick, not a kickboxing bag. But I, I went like all out for a good like a good 45 seconds because that's about the shape I'm in. So 45 <laughs> seconds that I went out on it, dude. After that, I'm all like. <laughs> but like you're I, like uh, you're like when did the bag start hitting back yeah. <laughs> so i was all like damn so that that 45 seconds was probably the most i've worked out in like a whole month and oh, i'm gonna man. be honest i was sore i was sore the next day <laughs> in a good yeah. way but yeah yeah so, I, we didn't touch up on it before we move on but i'm curious your thoughts on the vaccine do you plan on taking it yeah, uh, before you answer there's two there's two vaccines there's a pfizer vaccine and there's a moderna vaccine the pfizer um got approved first and it's two shots and it has about when it came out they said it's like a 94 95 percent success rate the moderna came out i believe it's one shot mm-hmm. and it has a 90 percent success rate yeah, this doesn't have anywhere near the storage requirements as the Pfizer. The Pfizer, you have to like have it frozen for whatnot, right? Like the storage capacity of it. I forget one of them. You have to keep it in like the sub-zero temperatures. Not sub-zero, but like right. freezing and It's like three weeks, and then after you take the shot, you have to uh, wait like 15 to 30 minutes to see if there's any side effects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to, answer so, you, to answer your question, you yeah, I, to- yeah, I totally would get it. But it's funny, though, because I'm the type of, guy who's never got a flu shot not because i didn't want to just because i just never made a priority to go take it i mean it probably be uh-huh. a little bit different now um but i will take it if i can get it i put myself on lower priority i'd rather have other people get it who is uh more out and about or who has a little bit more like I'm, I'm a single dude i live by myself so i'm not in a rush like if i get it you know it's i i just get it i don't affect anybody else around me i i will uh put myself in lockdown for 14 days, hopefully get over it. Nothing bad happens to me. And I'm, I'm out and about in the world. You know, there, I know other people who have families and whatnot. Like I would, uh, we had, if you and I had a chance to get the same time, you know, I'd be like, you get it before me because you have a lot more responsibilities and people in your life, uh, that, you know, can be affected by it. If you don't get it versus me type of thing, which is, which is funny because I'd be like, fuck you. You get it before me. Like, <laughs> I don't want that shit. I want to see if you grow a third arm. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Maybe that'd be good, right? right. <laughs> well, so, so that's my thing right now. Like I'm, I'm holding off. I have no clue what's going on. I get the pros and the cons, but my thing is, this thing was rushed. Um, it's not like yeah, it's approved, but it's not like. Like um, FDA approved or anything like that, you know we don't know any effects, side effects. It's kind of like trial by error. We'll see what happens. Um, I had a buddy who said he witnessed a coworker take it, and the dude started turning red, and he was like a white guy, and he said he started turning red and even more red, and by the time like maybe three hours later, he was like a tomato and he was like dude you don't look good and he's like i don't feel good and yeah he and that was the same uh same time he took the shot so and we don't even know what the side effects are 10 years we don't know if this is gonna protect you from the strand what if you took this for nothing you know i'm kind of i'm kind of just wait and see 
but I know a lot of people are taking it, and and we'll see what happens. I'd be interested to see if it's not required now, but I'm wondering if hospitals and other things are going to start requiring you to take take it to work. Uh, that's what I'm scared of. I don't uh, think they can legally. I don't think so either. I know military, they have to. Like, it's forced in military. Right. But uh, I'm not I'm not really sure. I, I'm, I worry, like, would they force us to take it in the medical field? But because it, once it's proven, like, hey, yeah, it's pretty good or it works, like, I might take it. But as of now, I'm leaning towards I'm well, not going to take it. I mean, I have a feeling it'll be one of those things where, like, you know, you need to get this in order to be able to be a, be a functioning member of society again. Like I'm even thinking, you know, people who are like, even like restaurants or people who are like a public type of thing in order if like, if you have people who have the vaccine and you think, okay, they're safe and there's people who don't have the vaccine, they could, could they be considered carriers or whatnot for that? But so you almost wonder. All right. These are great questions that. too. Like, like I was having a conversation with someone the other day saying, just because you take it doesn't mean you can't be a carrier and give it to someone else. Right. From my understanding. So. Right. I don't, I don't know what, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just more confusion thrown into it, but it's funny if I do have to take, I'm going to be like, are you Pfizer or Moderna? You're going to be like (laughs) Moderna. And I'm like, dude, I need that extra four or 5%. You give me that Pfizer. You get the hell out of here with that Moderna 90%. What the hell? I can imagine trying to prolong from getting it. You Pfizer Moderna. We're Moderna. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I take Pfizer. Like, all right, hey. And the other one, like, okay, we got Pfizer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I take Moderna. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> and it's back. It's just back and forth. Back and you're, forth. Like, you're like, that 5% is too high. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, change my mind. I'm like, I want to go back to the five. Uh, you're like, what? Two shots? Give me Moderna. I only want one shot. You're like, nope. That, that extra five gives you balls palsy, man. I want that other, like, give me the lower one. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the side effects, though. They talked about Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. Pardon me. Well, there's a bunch. There's like a long list of it. Then, well, that's like the it, worst one now. I mean, if like fucking half your face like falls off, that's like not literally falls off, but like you know becomes numb. That's a little crazy. Yeah. Well, there's the. They don't recommend to take it if you have like um, allergies, like egg allergies, seasonal allergies. Oh, that's right. I read that. Which I don't yeah. have seasonal allergies, but uh, there's a lot of people who have regular seasonal right. allergies. Like like me myself, I'm a, I get allergies to dust. I get allergies to your cat, your cat specifically. No one else's cat, just your cat. But yeah, so jokes on you. My place just dusty. <laughs> I know, right? It's a dusty cat. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> He's probably true, man. I haven't given him a bath in a year. Oh man, I'm not going to your house ever. But yeah, so. Even that alone could be like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have take it, and other people shouldn't. But I get like older crowd or people who witness family members get it. You know, it's it's no joke when you see like um, the serious issues of COVID, when you see them struggling to breathe and and what they talk about and how they describe it. Yep. Yeah, it's no joke. So it makes you want to take the shot. Yeah, it does. And it but still pisses me off. Other people are actually going around and doing things where 
it's such a core even talking again about the people who are eating and going out and acting like nothing's normal even like everything's normal with the stay-at-home order and knowing people who are struggling and having a bad time because of it yeah i know you wanted to move on but i just want to say no 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 it's cool yeah but yeah let's move on because uh well, it's probably time to move on. <laughs> Let's get into some more some cheerful stuff and I mean, talk about like uh, need to bring back to Christmas, man. Need to bring a little Christmas positivity. Christmas, 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 yes. Christmas. Yes. What's that? What was that? What was that? It was a Bad Boys or something like that. Martin Lawrence, right? He's like wooza, wooza, and like not being so stressed or whatnot like that. That's what I feel like. Are you talking about this last one? I don't think I think it was Bad Boys Two. I don't think Bad Boys Three was it was a good movie, but I think Bad Boys Two was the one he was trying to be more at peace and zen, you know, kind of uh-huh. not being as angry as he was. <laughs> a lot of people need that. Usa. Exactly. I I go with the Kuna Matata, but yeah, that's fine. Whatever works for them. But yeah, let's uh, Christmas. It's coming up. It's around the corner. Do you, I know it's a COVID Christmas. Do you have any plans this year? Probably the same thing that I was doing on Thanksgiving for the most part, just kind of being <laughs> here and chilling. <laughs> you're gonna you gonna hunt down the turkey? <laughs> no. So I do have Christmas traditions that I like doing. That my mom kind of started. We have certain dishes that we make. We're Mexican family we make tamales. Obviously, um, I'm not oh. going to take on that big project of making tamales because you. Tamales are wonderful and great, but it sucks if you do it by yourself. You need need at least six or seven people. One because it's kind of like a family thing to do, but like you know, one person is uh, making a masa, the other person is filling, the other person is doing this. It's literally an assembly line that you right. Uh, so I'm I'm going to buy some Costco tamales because they're actually pretty good. But oh yeah, they're not bad. <laughs> one uh, thing that, and I think you've had it before, was this big sandwich that I make, like from scratch. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. I do. So th- I make that are once a year. Are you talking the one you put in the oven? Or are you? Yeah, the one that I put. Yeah. I, I make the bread from scratch and everything. It's always a, it used to be a New Year's dish that my mom would make. And then she taught me how to make it because she hated making it because it was so <laughs> intense to do. Literally, you, you, you bake a ham, like literally like a fresh like honey baked ham. Uh, you know, you chop up onions and celery. Um, you have cheese and pepperoni and uh, mayonnaise kind of as a base. You make bread from scratch, literally uh, flour, you know, all that stuff and everything and let it rise. And it's it's a process, right? It probably takes easy like three to four hours to make. But I've done this uh-huh. so many times. Like I have it down like nothing, you know, like, all right, do this, knead the bread, put that, let it rise, play a game of Madden for an hour, come back. All right, cool. Do this, that, that, go back, play another World of Warcraft game for 20, 30 minutes and just come back. And by the time it's all good. So I, I intend to do that to make that. And, and I'm going to uh, drive around a little bit and leave like little care packages for family uh, with that, with the, uh, the sandwich and a little tiny bread bowl with uh spinach uh cheese dip inside that would be a christmas tradition every year we would have a bread bowl with a christmas uh with a uh, spinach and cheese dip and then this uh, sandwich and that would be our christmas dinner so i I, I intend to just uh not going to be spending it with friends and family but i'm going to be leaving little care packages on their doorstep and just saying merry christmas and enjoy dinner and uh just kind of peacing out after that so that's that's what i intend to nice yeah, so with my family growing up, we were big into the Christmas uh, thing. 
my mom would go all out. She would like hide gifts, wrap gifts. We'd have Christmas Eve church. Then we would get to open one present on Christmas Eve. And then we'd wake up. And I would wake up super early and wake up the whole family and <laughs> say, hey, Santa was here. <laughs> it's time to open gifts. And, and then, yeah, it was just a big thing where... You know, just fun and excitement. And then we would have, like, usually a Christmas ham or something. But, uh, yeah, so we're a little bit different this year with COVID. And uh, um, we're not going to spend it with um, the immediate family. It's just going to be us in the house. So we decided instead of cooking and making the big old mess, why don't we, uh, why don't we order out? And, unfortunately, no one's open on christmas day so what we decided to do was do it for christmas eve and we're gonna do uh lucille's barbecue so Ooh. i'm pretty excited yeah i'm pretty excited about that all right all right i can get on board and, right and the price wasn't that bad you're looking at like 60 or 70 bucks then it's that's normally what you would spend anyways just cooking the meal so so we're doing that this year, and then uh, I don't know. This wasn't around during our time, but um, the Elf on the Shelf. Oh, mm. man. That thing. So what the Elf on the Shelf is, do you know about this? Oh, yeah. I I, I so, wish uh, my, my ex-girlfriend's boys, I wish they were, uh, we did that when we were together because I would have stopped all right. well, there's stuff no, with it. There's <laughs> no spoilers in case kids are listening. But what the elf on the shelf is, it's um, Santa's magical helper sends an elf to the kid's house. And from December 1st all the way to Christmas Eve, that elf makes sure kids behave because they report to Santa every night. And when they come back, they're in a different spot. And the kid has to find the elf or what silly stuff they do. Like the elf at my house Oh man, he's been flying in the fan. He's been um, ziplining. He's been um, he was hiding in my 49er jersey one night. He he toilet papered the house or the tree, and then the next day he left a note for my kid saying, uh, "Sorry about the mess." And then he goes, "I have Mickey Mouse cleaning up for him." And, <laughs> and then his his toy Mickey Mouse was wrapped in toilet paper because he cleaned it up. It was pretty hilarious. But that's a new tradition that we have, and and you know I enjoy the old traditions that my mom left me with, and incorporating some new traditions, and just having fun with it. I'll tell you what, though, my son is big into the Rudolph song, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I know it's like it's crazy. Like he'll play that ten times in a row, and it's like, all right, I guess I'll sing with you. Huh. Do you, have, do you have a favorite Christmas song? I think it's going to be Jingle Bell Rock. That's a good one. Mine yeah. is, I believe it's either John Lennon. I, I think it's John Lennon. I think it's called So This Is Christmas. It's a pretty song. Uh, yeah. And it's just him playing uh, a little bit of guitar and whatnot. What about favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie... There's a couple. I'm torn. It just depends what you are in the mood for, but I guess Home Alone. Home Alone, that's good. Do you think you're pretty well-versed on Christmas movies? 
I think I'm okay. Well, then. <laughs> uh, I guess I deserve this after I sprung it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, before I uh, looked up a couple of different Christmas movies or just kind of like different trivia and whatnot, just to kind of see, found a couple of fun ones. So I, I have a couple of questions here that I'm going to shoot at you. Uh, I'm going to give you multiple choice to make it a little bit easier on you. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, so yeah I'm, I'm nice in that sense. And just the it's the general is uh, the general idea is Christmas movies. All right. All right. Christmas movies. Gotcha. Christmas movies. All right. So we're going to start off with the question. Hold on. Do you do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, stay tuned. All right. <laughs> <laughs> question All right. one. Question one. Will Ferrell won our hearts as a super festive buddy in the film Elf. Buddy finds out he was adopted by Santa and sets out to find his real father in New York. Which iconic building does his real dad work in? So we have three choices. It's either A, the Empire State Building, B, the Statue of Liberty, or C, Bloomingdale's. Oh my gosh. I think it's the Empire State Building. Is that your final answer? Damn, hold on. Because Bob Newhart's in this, but that's not his dad. No. It's not Bloomingdale's. Bloomingdale's was the scene. I'm going to say yes, final answer. Ding, ding, ding. The Empire State Building is the correct answer. Yeah. I'm just stoked I can use my soundboard. I'm appreciating the support. (laughs) Okay, moving on to the next question. Uh, Question number two. The Grinch That Stole Christmas, starring Jim Carrey. What was the name of the character's dog? Was it A, Max, B, Milo, or C, Sam? Sam. Is that your final answer? Yes. And sorry to say, the correct answer was A, Max. Max. Damn, I was torn between those two. I knew it wasn't Milo. Yes. Uh, Sam, I'm not you actually. You got Milo sh- from Ace, or not Ace Ventura, but um, The Mask. The Mask, correct. Yeah, but the, the Mask was Milo. Sam was another character in Jim Carrey's movies. I'm not sure exactly where that was from, but the correct answer was A, Max. All right. All right. All right. Dang it. <laughs> All right, moving on to question number three. It may not be very traditional, but Die Hard has become an alternative <laughs> Christmas movie. <laughs> become an alternative Christmas movie for people looking to get away from the basic holiday whatevers. What does the fec- detective John McClane write on the sweater of the dead henchman? Was it A? Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. B, welcome to the party, pal. Or C, yippee ki yippee ki Is that your final answer? Yes. Eh. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. He, a, he wrote, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Damn. I was thinking that, but then I remember yippee ki I've only seen the movie once. I'm not a big diehard guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't really a punchline, but it 
I kind of meant to do that one instead. <laughs> it's okay. It's my first day. Still learning this little thing here. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Macaulay Culkin was home for the holidays in this blockbuster movie, Home Alone. Which city did his family visit, leaving him behind to fend off burglars in Home Alone? Paris. Ooh. Wow. All right. Yes. The answer is B, Paris. Uh, the other questions just for fun was A, London, <laughs> B, Paris, and C, Chicago. I took time to wrote this. I'm going to say them, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry to all the people who didn't get a chance to guess. I should have waited. Uh, all right. Going on to the second question. Uh, the last question that I have is also uh, Home Alone related. Uh, Macaulay Culkin was forgotten again two, two, uh, two Christmases later in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Which future U.S. president makes a cameo in the film? Was it a Donald it a, Donald Trump? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was B, Donald Trump, not A, Barack Obama, or C, George W. Bush. <laughs> it was B, Donald Trump. That is correct. I, I really like Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Home Alone is probably one of my favorite uh, Christmas ones, too. And uh, yeah, there you go. That was the Christmas uh, movie trivia show by a fool from Two Fools. So you didn't know this, but your ending music is my starting music of my game show for you. (laughs) And we're going to call this Naughty or Nice. The way we're playing is I'm going to say a name for 2020, and you're going to say, are they on the naughty list or the nice list? You could picture them on your lap or not. That's up to you. I said, is this my naughty or nice list? (laughs) Hey, you're Santa in this one. All right. Earlier. It's after dark. It is after after midnight. This is, uh, you know, uh, two fools after hours. Let's go. (laughs) yeah i guess it's good so earlier this year we talked about um someone who called the cops on a kid and they were not very dependent or supportive of the cops the police and that is Alyssa milano is she naughty or nice do i think she's naughty or i think she's nice i'm gonna say nice okay well, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just yeah. everyone could play around. I do. I do All remember right. some of the things that she was going for, and uh, remember it was. Uh, yeah, she was. I believe she uh, had her what she was claiming and fighting for was valid. So I'm gonna say nice. All right. Now we got uh, Christmas Day. New movie coming out. Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Is she naughty or nice? Oh, she naughty. <laughs> oh, man. She is so hot. She can be my Wonder Woman. All right. Number three. No clue what she did in 2020, but I put her on the list anyways. Scarlett Johansson. I can think of some naughty things with her for sure. <laughs> oh man what if she sat on your lap in your santa suit and what do you want for christmas and she just said the first thing that pops up i'll be all like nice (laughs) (laughs) all right this one is your specialty i put her on the list just for you bella thorne 
She's your little fans only, our only fans girl. It's funny. I didn't even know who Bella Thorne was until I read that story. Whatever. She's your girl now. <laughs> she's a thorn in my side. Oh, okay. Is she naughty or nice? Oh, that's the question. Uh, naughty. Definitely. Only fans? Come on. Yep. I'm pretty sure that was it. So the next one is another uh, movie star. And she was, um, she's the Joker's girlfriend. Margaret Robbery as Harley Quinn. I mean, it's a naughty role. So I would say. <laughs> and her character is based on criminal activity. So probably, uh, yeah, she's nice. That's <laughs> naughty for sure. <laughs> I could see some naughty things with her. Yeah. All right. The next one is I don't know if you want this person on your lap, but you know, he's admitted to smoking weed and he's uh, one of our uh, most. Uh, inventive guys so that's uh elon musk i was gonna say you're talking about elon musk <laughs> <laughs> is he a naughty or he's a nice he's a nice all right so number seven is for uh all these women out there well not all of them that don't hate me but that's karen karen this general just karen a karen <laughs> it's just karen <laughs> Is she naughty or is she nice? Yep. I like a little crazy. I'm going naughty. <laughs> <laughs> All those Karens out there, you made the naughty list. <laughs> All right. So most of you know them as, uh, according to 2020 and James, as a stupid motherfucker. But that's uh, Donald Trump. Did he make the naughty or nice list of 2020? He, Donald Trump has made the naughty list. All right. And number nine. He's working on making a nice list, though. If you saw the last couple of things, he's trying, he's trying to get back on the nice list by giving people extra money, but that, that's another conversation. I'll take that. <laughs> All right. Number nine. Naughty or nice. And this is going to get you another 20 text messages. Well, but a, a particular girl you got your eye on, is she naughty or nice? No name. Damn, that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta tell me off the off the air who text messages you after this one. I know, right? I'm taking a safe ride out. They're nice, <laughs> but it's okay to be naughty. It is okay to be All right. for sure. And the last one for you to answer is your two fools, Sabri and James. Have we been naughty or nice this year? Naughty. <laughs> Speak for yourself, asshole. Well, I know nice. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. So that's my little naughty or nice. You can end it with some Christmas theme music or whatever you got. La 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 la. All right, everyone out there from your two fools, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Stay safe. And um, yeah, just be careful. Wear a mask. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Be safe, everybody. And have a good rest of your week. Take care.